say, assume I'm a CISO. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're advising me. Um, could you give me some kind of more strategic approaches to solving uh, security compliance uh, requirements? Yeah, I think that one of the things that um, I I like to tell CISOs a lot is that these standards don't replace you know you designing a security posture that matches your business. So just because the standard exists doesn't mean that we have to let go of the idea that you design the security posture. And, um, you know, strategically, one of the best ways to understand what security to put in place or the scope, you know, if if I were talking about a product, what's the scope of our product, um, the scope of that security practice should really match the risks that you're confronted with. Um, And I'll give you an example. You know, we have some customers uh, that are implementing security practices, but let's say they're a consultancy. And so one of the things that they're not going to have to put in security possibly is around change management because they, they don't manage the production releases necessarily of the customers they work for. Those customers manage those production releases. Mm-hmm. But certainly in a lot of the standards, there's an area that talks about change management, it's just not applicable to them when they go in for auditor assessment and the, the auditor or assessor will identify that. So scope still matters, right? You right. don't have to meet every aspect of the standard and strategically designing the right security posture for your business is the most efficient one to operate, the most effective one to operate. And also, I think from a cultural perspective, if you can eliminate the security theater, people are more bought in to the value of the operation. Uh, so that's that's one thing we talk a lot with CISOs, that we're not going to take away your ability to do that design work. The next thing we say is that the decision on which standards to implement and the roadmap of implementation has everything to do with what your salespeople are dealing with. So you need to go talk to them. You know, are the buyers asking for SOC 2? Are they asking for HIPAA? Are they asking for ISO 27001? Do you have an initiative into Australia? And there's a unique standard in Australia that you're going to have to deal with to open that up. And it, it, you know, it puts you in the mode of understanding what the business roadmap looks like and setting a product roadmap or a, a compliance roadmap that kind of matches that. And so those are two things that we talk to CISOs about a fair bit and also kind of giving them some power back and also understanding how to, you know, minimize the um, the amount of standards they have to go after. I had a conversation this week and I've seen this a couple of times where we had a CISO that was interested in implementing all of NIST, you know, and I said, why would you want to implement the entire NIST standard? I, I think there's more than 1500 controls and parts of it deal with you know top secret information at the department of defense and they said well we figure if we do that one then we've covered everything else (laughs) i I think i don't know that that's the best strategy right like it could take you years and years to get there on something like that it's very complicated whereas maybe you just want to get an easier standard first and Mm -hmm. then you know add other standards and there's a venn diagram to these standards right there they're about 80% cover each other in a way. So usually, and this is part of our technology solution is we make it really apparent what the Delta is between uh, what you're practicing today and that next standard that you might want to achieve. So you don't feel like you're recreating your security practice with every new compliance initiative. 
right? So it's kind of just finding that balance between future proofing yourself and also not spending too much. That's right. <laughs> Getting yes. stuff that maybe you don't need or wouldn't uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be applicable. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting you say that it's kind of the the sales guys. Um, you know, that's that's myself. That. Uh, the CISOs and the team should be having conversations with because uh, I think, like I said earlier, you know, I have a lot of those types of conversations and yeah, it is industry specific. And so, you know, you, you find in finance, you'll find a lot more sort of PCI DSS. Um, mm-hmm. Most everyone's doing ISO 27001. Um, everyone's doing GDPR. Um, yeah. I mainly do UK and Europe, so don't touch HIPAA, um, but you know, yeah. there are, uh, applicable um, medical ones uh, here in in the EU as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about the history of of kind of software to help solve this problem. You know, right. initially concerns around these types of compliance or meeting certain types of compliance around security was really only applicable to the largest of organizations and they did it from a liability perspective right so there was a lot of legal liability concern like gdpr we we think about gdpr as a liability concern you know right. you, you might not get tested on it um you don't want to get sued because you've <laughs> not, <laughs> not had effective practices in place and and so it represents a liability issue where something like ISO 27001 is a certification, that's a sales asset. So that's mm-hmm. that's um, not necessarily a, a liability or that's not the biggest reason you're going to do it so you can sell into organizations. In the early days, when the concern was mostly liability, we saw very big organizations kind of adopting governance, risk and compliance so- solutions like Archer, um that were very complicated kind of required a team of internal auditors to operate and function and uh and very expensive too and so well before strikegraph was ever built you know we had that upper end of the marketplace there's a fair number of tools there i think our favorite today at the enterprise scale uh, logic gate has a very good solution but you know logic gate does about 100 million in revenue they only have approximately about 200 customers so their price point is like really right. high on, on the scale but that left out um the whole mid market and the smb market from a grc solution that really worked well for them and combined this with a perfect storm of these enterprise organizations realizing that 70% of their data breaches were coming from third-party vendors, they started pushing down on those third-party vendors to require them to meet some certification or independent assessment. And it infected like uh, open source code will in a way, right? Then those mid-market players decided they needed to ask their vendors and their vendors and their vendors. So it just kind of infected the marketplace that we need to go hit uh, these particular <laughs> standards and outcomes. And StrikeGraph solution is um, really designed to be enterprise strength, governance, risk, and compliance solution with the ease of use that a mid-market company needs to achieve the certification outcome. And uh, if I had to encapsulate uh, what we do, you know, StrikeGraph is a SaaS platform. We allow our customers to design, 
and uh, distribute and validate a security posture operation. So on our platform, there is a module for a risk assessment. The risk assessment system recommends control operations to mitigate particular risks that someone has seen. We have a large database of controls. Each of our customers is designing a unique security practice. We're not a checklist. You know, they're deciding what control operations match their business. And then we recommend evidence collection or how to validate that the control was operated so that you are able to say, yeah, we we did the encryption we expected. I could see that. Or we got the acceptable use policy sign that we needed. Well, once we built that as a solution, what we realized is we had all the data to do much of the testing work ourselves. So one of the very unique things about StrikeGraph in this marketplace is that we deliver a fair number of audits and certifications directly to our customers. Um, today, we're doing a lot of SOC 2 uh, delivery for those certifications, uh, and we're expanding to HIPAA this quarter as well. Fantastic. Yeah, it's interesting what you said about the the way that it kind of trickled down from enterprise and then the third-party vendors were, were the threat. Uh, I was reading an article recently that it's uh, one of the number one trends for CISOs to be looking out for that third-party supply chain risk, um, you know, other parts of the supply chain being attacked as a, as a threat surface for, for the bigger organizations. Yeah, and just locking those down as well. So I guess um, that starts with, you know, having that visibility around, uh, you know, where the gaps are, um, making sure that uh, they are compliant uh, as well. 